With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's Jackson. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, man, Tennessee Volunteer Boosters. Oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun to see how this all plays out. Good morning. Welcome in. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by the Rack of Lamb at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Uh, They now have Russell's Reserve Bourbon and Long Branch Bourbon. So you can pair it with your ribeye. Or uh, a rack of lamb. And, uh, or you can do an old fashioned or Boulevardier or Manhattan, whatever you want to do, KesslerPrime.com. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and the zone1059.com. Uh, don't forget that we have the Power Hour uh, Tuesday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m., uh, the Out of Bounds Power Hour run. So if you're out and about, um, you got to get up early, whether it's a, a shift or you're a physician, maybe sur- early surgery, um, any number of things, traveling to the airport and so on, going to make a sales call on the coast. The out of bounds power hour is 6A to 7A and everybody on the ESPN 105.9 The Zone team is excited to offer that Tuesday through Friday. I know I am. And, um, and it's fantastic. It's fantastic, and it's really good for the station and the state of Mississippi. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. You can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call-in line, 601-707-3750. Uh, also want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast. 
and searching the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds and going back and listening to Michael Katz talk about the Ole Miss QB1 battle or Tom Luganbill discuss uh, what Will Rogers could be this year in his junior year, um, among other things. Thank you for going to Apple Podcast and searching the Out of Bounds show with Bo Bounds. We would love for you to hit the subscribe button. I thought yesterday was awesome. The prize will continues to grow we'll we'll do that once a week um most most every week and y'all go and watch the show on facebook search the out of bounds show and comment and you could win we had a bunch of winners yesterday win a lot of cool stuff that's right yeah i love giving away stuff especially because it's your stuff which is the most fun thing sometimes to give away. you go overboard i nah. should have monitored that but i had to go uh <laughs> somewhere because you grab too much stuff, oh, and then we, we're not going to have enough for to get through football. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about that. I'm a man of the people. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I probably need to go out there and look at those bags during That's the break. Such a lot. <laughs> uh, Ag up equipment text line six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six eight eight five three seven seven six, and um, we're giving away two gift certificates, two rounds of golf per gift certificate to uh dancing rabbit golf club. You can play the azaleas or the Oaks and they expire November 30th. So you have plenty of time to plan it. All you have to do is text us on any of the topics that we're talking about. We'll take the two best texts. You'll be the winner. You can take a friend and, and go play dancing rabbit golf club, which is a lot of fun. And then do the golden moon casino sports book and maybe even Philip M's depending on what you want to do. There's an article out on name, image, likeness, Blake, and uh, I mean, imagine that. But Ross Dellinger comes at it through a different lens, different angle, and it's talking about uh, the runners and the agents uh, lying about um, a deal that someone may have and trying to play one program or coach off another one. It's really despicable. Embarrassing. And this doesn't surprise us that this is happening. It's the only industry where we see this in. I can't believe people are pitting two entities against each other to get more money out of it. I can't. College athletics has gone to the birds. Yeah, that, that never happened in pro sports. But, well, this is kind of like pro sports. I know it makes some people uncomfortable, but it is what Lane, it is. Lane Kiffin said it himself. Yeah, yeah, Lane Train. Uh, all right, so te- walk people through 30 seconds of this. Yeah, basically, Ross... Did the Ross Dellinger SI now did the research and found an example of many where a player was represented by an NIL agent and he pitted two schools, school A, school B. So it's like in Mississippi, Blake Scott's being recruited, Mississippi high school quarterback. Ole Miss is recruiting me, state's recruiting me, and my agent goes to Ole Miss and says, Hey, state's offered him a hundred grand. And then he goes to Startville and he says, Hey, Ole Miss has offered him a hundred grand. Nobody's offered me anything. <laughs> I'm just trying to get recruited. Right. And in the early stages of the NIL Wild West, there's no corroboration on that. How, how do you know what I've been offered, right? I mean, you don't know. It, this was happening when it was brown bagging as well, but there was a little bit more maybe sure. nuance to it. Now it's just out in the open. And so finally, coaches started talking, and that's what Ross's research found was that my, the Ole Miss coach, the school A, called school B and said, hey, have you offered this kid hundred grand?" And they said, no, but we heard you did. How about that? Coaches or assistant coaches? Who 
started talking and, and realizing that some of the, imagine that, some of the numbers that have been reported are fictitious, bogus, whatever. Are we surprised? No. No. Wasn't this already happening when it was all behind closed doors? Yes. Yes. We know handlers now that we, we call them agents now because it's legal, but prior to that, they were called handlers. We know handlers were shopping kids left and right to different schools, leveraging in-state and out-of-state connections, right? Right. We know that's how we, I mean, we have very clear examples of that over the last 20 years happening in the state of Mississippi. It's no different now. It's just, there's so much, it's, it's out in the open. So it feels more, it feels more transparent, but in reality, it's not. I mean, it's just still the same business. True. True. So Ross Dellinger writes this article, and, and it starts with, with a couple of Tennessee players in New York at Times Square. Uh, Hendon Hooker, their quarterback, and their big wide receiver, Tillman, uh, getting paraded around as from a sports marketing agency and hitting some places, which I think is the silliest thing I've ever heard. And here's why. Nobody in New York knows who those guys are or cares. No, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, if you've got a Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Steph Curry type deal going on, then 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 you have something. They they there's it's what I've said since this thing came out. I mean, most of these players aren't worth no, you know, or it's very little. You know, I mean, you, there are a lot of deals getting done for a thousand and twenty five hundred dollars, but Bruce Feldman and Ross Dellinger aren't going to write about those because those don't move the needle. We just want to hear about the guys that are offered 250000 500000 maybe a million dollars. A lot of that has, has been, you know, false, not false reporting, but bogus numbers that, as you said, Blake, sports agencies are just floating to try to drive the yeah. market up on certain players. Yeah. Well, we see There's not a safety out there that's worth probably even a hundred grand. You're correct. Because where you play, you know, what that position brings to the table. Yeah. It just... Outside of your QBs who are going to play multiple QBs, years. QBs, edge, rush, edge rushers, left tackles, and a, yeah. and a big-time corner but we see, receiver. we see agents do this with coaches all the time. I mean, how many times did we hear names? Jimmy Sexton's been Correct. doing this for 25 years. Floating I've got names. another offer yep. for yep. a million more and another year. What are you willing... And uh, 90 more hours in the private plane. What, what are you willing to offer... Yeah. Jeb. Yeah. Now we're seeing that on the player level in a much more open manner because what once was happening behind closed doors is now happening out in the streets. It's interesting. Nick Saban did it. He brought his numbers out. He did. Whether they were Whether real or they're not. Accurate or not, and I doubt they are, he threw it out there for a recruiting uh bump and sizzle. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries. LASIK and cataract surgery, two locations on Lakeland Drive, Flowwood, Bell Mead, and Jackson down from Smith Wills. Eye Care Professionals, Dr. Kirk Jeffries. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Have you been keeping up with the Carolina Panthers QB deal? I mean, Matt Corral's there. Obviously, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold are still there, too. Uh, I think Darnold's headed out the door. Yeah. So it'll be a Baker Mayfield, Matt Corral deal, one, two? I think so, especially because Corral will be cheaper if you can move Darnold, yeah. even for like a he's, seventh round. He's on round. a great contract. Uh, there have been a lot of discussions out of camp that Matt Corral has looked very good. In practice. That does not surprise me at all. Yeah. There it I mean, he's thrown the ball well. He's he's the what the NFL is looking for today. I mean, he would start for the New York Giants this year. Yikes. I don't know. He that would you'd... start for the Washington Commanders. Don't know that you want to. And he would start for the Atlanta Falcons. So that would be he would he would beat out Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, and Daniel. Jones? Jones. Yeah. Boy, Daniel Jones has made some... He's looked like me. I mean, he has thrown it right to the defense in in some of that uh, footage, video footage that's been released, Blake. Um, So... Steve Smith, receiver for the Panthers, now with the NFL Network and does some other things. I... I think he is hilarious. Very funny guy. Yeah. Great character. I mean, he had a he had a personality when he played. He, he's really good on TV. Yes. Garrett, he's uh, gregarious. He's yeah. enigmatic. He's able yeah, to make everybody feel yeah. like except well, he has a lot fun. of charisma. Yeah. Yeah. He's very good. He said. Like a lot of these former players that are on have no charisma. zero yes. charisma. Correct. Don't talk about Tim Tebow that way. Yes. Steve Smith. Desmond his, Howard. His, where else? You know, what's the. Galloway guy, Joey Galloway. Joey Galloway. Talking about taking a nap on a Saturday. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Steve Smith Sr. said, quote, Matt Corral is about a year or two away from being the starting QB for this Panthers team. Okay. The boy has it. He can play, but he needs to learn. Okay. End quote. All right. Uh, so Matt Corral, according to Steve Smith, who played for how long, Blake, in the NFL at wide Gosh, receiver? a decade at least, yeah. I think, yeah. Steve Smith believes that Matt Corral will eventually be the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I knew it like clockwork, Rez Dog was going to text as soon as we started talking that. It's going to be a bad deal when Matt Corral runs out there next year at some point, and he's the starting quarterback for the uh He's going to be better than Baker eventually. 
Um, I think it's smart to not have to start. I don't. I oh, agree. Yeah. I agree with the sentiment that he's There's not ready. There's only so many Dak Prescotts that can be thrown into the mix yeah. and start and be good. Yes, correct. In the NFL, there's in fact very few. If you go back and look at the history of rookie quarterbacks, even some Hall of Fame guys down the road as rookies were very, very bad. I mean, Eli got to sit for like eight, nine, ten games behind yeah. Kurt Warner. That's an eternity. Yeah. Just not having to run out there game one, two, or three, or four. Um, of course, Peyton took his licks. They went three and 13 or yes. something. As, had as, like 38 interceptions. It yeah, was it was a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and you don't want, most guys don't recover from, like most guys don't have the career Peyton Manning had after starting that way. Exactly. Give him some time. Jeff George and, and, <laughs> and, and David Carr, guys that were hyped. Um, I know they went to crappy teams. Tim Couch. Matt Lyon. You really wonder if Tim would have gone to a good organization like the Giants or the Ravens yeah. or the... What could he have been? Right. Steelers. Chiefs, yeah. Steelers. What what yeah. could he have been? I mean, the when you're Roethlisberger or, or Eli or Aaron Rodgers and you get to go to an outstanding organization, um, it just... Rather than going to the... Browns or the Lions or the yeah. Texans or the where you go matters or, or the Browns. Oh, I said the Browns. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Jaguars. Jaguars yeah. is another. One. I mean, you where you go matters. Trevor Lawrence. You know he is really talented. Can they? Are they going to totally screw him up, or can he overcome their dysfunction uh, and be a really good NFL quarter? Trevor Lawrence is a great when he a great example. He. He was really good in college. He's he's at Jacksonville, and they're dysfunctional. What what does that look like over the next year or two? I I'm 100 percent with you. I, there are a lot of people inside Panthers camp who think Matt Corral will see playing time this year, like more than what a normal rookie would see. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. You know, I mean, Matt Rule's coaching for his job in Carolina. We don't have to get down the weeds there, but it, it is interesting to see how Matt Corral has started camp very well, especially after kind of falling down the board in the draft and maybe some... I wonder if, like, by game 10, if they're not good, if they try to throw him out there and win a few games and save his job. I don't think he's going to be there either way, Matt Rule. No, mm -hmm. our listeners don't care who he is, but no. uh, he's in the Saints division. So, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Fleetway Market. And the Market Cafe in Glugstadt, uh, serving delicious food uh, for lunch. Market Cafe, Glugstadt, drop in, try it out. Their menu's awesome. Blake and I love it. It's right there on the Glugstadt exit, Fleetway Market, and the Market Cafe. We're going to do some cool things with them throughout football season. The show is also brought to you by MRA Football. It'll be on ESPN 105.9 The Zone tonight. They'll play Greenville Christian. The game will be on tonight. Um, That's crazy. It's high school football season. It is it's crazy. Ga it's game day. It's game day, baby. Get up. It's game day. Uh, yeah, that game is on ESPN 105.9 The Zone tonight. Where else would you want to be? I think 6.30 start. They'll do about a 30-minute pregame. Uh, I think 7 o'clock kick, unless somebody tells me different. They're playing Greenville Christian, who beat, I think, MREJAN prep last year. May not have that right, but no, I I'm think pretty sure right. they yeah. did. And uh so we'll see what that looks like for uh for you know, Davis Dalton, Stone Blanton, now at Southern Miss in South Carolina. 
Uh, we'll see what they uh, they can do with some of the the newcomers, um, like Rivers Godwin and John White, uh, two guys that are going to have to lead that uh, that offense. And Jeffrey Polk on defense. Those are those are some of the the names that they're hoping to uh, emerge as the next guys. And I think there's another game tonight. Who was I with? Oh, Canton Academy's playing tonight. And so there are some teams starting really, really early. Uh, and, I, you know, some teams have decided to not take a bye week. Um, we'll see if that works or not. But uh, you can hear MRA football on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Now, if you got aunts, uncles, grandparents, you can stream it. And they're, you know, somewhere else. You can stream it on the Out of Bounds radio app or thezone1059.com. Tripp asked a good question about NIL money flowing around and and why he hasn't seen a bunch of ads with players. Really, it's not even a focus, Trip. I think you'll see more of it. It's what I said from the jump. These guys are not going to be able to push. It, it, the teams are just doing it to either get the players or keep the players. The, the ads and what they're going to represent is, is, is like on down the line. I know that sounds crazy. Um, very few of these guys are going to be able to sell lawnmowers or, or that many lawnmowers or cheeseburgers or whatever. It's just the way it is. You're just doing $10,000. There's more $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 deals. Ole Miss and MSU did a couple of those on players so that they wouldn't leave. Um, as far as like, and donors are just giving and not worried about getting anything in return. Every now and then you're going to see a deal, and that's great. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We always talk recruiting. Uh, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Kinetic Staffing. Find your place on the team. Legal and professional contract and career positions. 
powered by Kinetic, Kinetic Staffing. You can visit kineticstaffing.com. Alan Lang and his team at at Kinetic Staffing um, will build your talent roster. Long-term staffing solutions. Choose the winner among contract staffing firms. Find your talent. You need to achieve excellence, legal and professional contract and career positions, all at kineticstaffing.com. That's kineticstaffing.com. Build your talent bench. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our next guest joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. He is Steve Palazzolo, senior analyst, pro football focus, pff.com, NFL insider. And uh, good morning, my friend. How are you? Uh, Doing great. Appreciate you having me back. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's talk about how bad the quarterbacks are at New York, Washington, and and Atlanta. Um, So what, what do you make of where this could be going with Daniel Jones in, in New York and what in the world the commanders may be doing at their quarterback position. There's a lot of chatter and scuttlebutt that things aren't looking so good. I mean, yeah, starting with Daniel Jones, I think you've got a new regime, right? New GM, new head coach. And, you know, they're probably a year from now going to want to pick a new quarterback unless Daniel Jones really excels this year in a new system. So, on one hand, I don't know if we've given Daniel Jones or if the Giants have given him the best opportunity to succeed. They've had a bottom five offensive line pretty much all three years that he's been there. A bunch of the playmakers that they invested in were hurt or, or underproduced or whatever it might have been. So, maybe we haven't seen the best situation for Daniel Jones, but I still think he's a low-end starter. And, and we're going to see that again this year. And a year from now, the Giants are looking to move on. You know, with Carson Wentz in, in Washington – there was a point in his career where it looked like he was ascending, but that's absolutely leveled off over these last couple of years. And I guess the, the, the tough part for Washington, when you're investing in a Carson Wentz, they didn't have other options. You know, he still might, he's still probably an upgrade over what they got last year from Taylor Heineke, but he's not what he could have been what people hoped he was going to be in Philadelphia. So you, so you have a Carson Wentz who's essentially been run out of Philadelphia, been run out of, Indianapolis determined he's not the guy in each of those places. So obviously there's some risk involved there to say, Hey, maybe he's going to be our guy in Washington. But on the other hand, you have a commander's team that had, you know, some part play from Taylor Heineke last year and went should be better than that. So they're just also sitting in this middle ground of he's a starting caliber quarterback, but we'd absolutely like to have a, a better option here. And then Atlanta, uh, with with Marcus Mariota, that's in the Saints division. We have a bunch of Saints fans here. Uh, how do you see the Marcus Mariota, what is this, the fifth experiment? And how do you see that going down in the <laughs> NFC South with the Falcons, Steve? Again, it's it's really just a it's a transitional quarterback, a bridge quarterback for the Falcons. They were they had Matt Ryan. They had Matt Ryan locked up to a ridiculous deal. Uh, it was almost an untradeable contract. And then they went and explored Deshaun Watson as a trade. So once they did that, uh, I don't know how they were going to pull that off anyway, even if they had made the trade. Um, once they did that, they pretty much had to trade Matt Ryan. They sent him to Indianapolis for a draft pick. And the Falcons have the most dead cap money, I think, in NFL history, between Matt Ryan and still Julio Jones on the books and all this stuff. 
So the, the Falcons are absolutely in this transition rebuilding time where, you know, second year of uh, a new regime there, you don't know who your long-term quarterback is. I don't think it matters if they rejuvenate Marcus Mariota or not. I mean, if they do reju- if he gets rejuvenated to like Ryan Tannehill level, where Tannehill really looks completely different in Tennessee than he did previously in Miami, then great. You know, Atlanta might have might have something there. But I think they're another team a year from now. Atlanta is in the quarterback market in the draft, and you know, Marcus Mariota is probably going to just be the starter for one season here. All right, Steve Palazzolo, Senior Analyst, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, NFL Insider on the Yingling Lager Guest Line. Steve Smith, uh, you know, he's on the NFL Network. He likes Matt Corral, um, and he believes that Corral could be the starter uh, next year, maybe even the next. would you think that Sam Darnold's probably heading out of town and this will be a Baker Mayfield as the starter, Corral as a backup? How do you see what could play out with the Carolina Panthers, Steve? That's my, my old buddy, Steve Smith. He, he called me a, a big nerd on TV <laughs> one time. But, Did he really? But we, we hugged it out. We hugged it out off air. Oh, good, good, good. Hey, so I, I like Steve. I like his take. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, it should be Baker Mayfield's team. You know, you read the reports coming out of Carolina, and it's like, oh, in this, in these periods, Baker Mayfield was much more aggressive and threw the ball down the field, and Sam Darnold was less aggressive and checked down a lot. It's like, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. That's not, that's not news. That's exactly how they play. Um, I think, I think Baker Mayfield's worst season so far has been better than Sam Darnold's best season. I, I just think that's pretty clear. Um, I think it would be smart for the Panthers to, you know, to look to Matt Corral and say, look, let's, uh, you know, let's give him the backup reps. And there, and then there might be a point in the season if the Panthers are sitting there with five wins and, you know, week 13 or whatever it is, you know, if, if you're not going to make the playoffs, why not, you know, see what you have in Matt Corral. The tricky part there is you have Matt Rule, the head coach. Everything else I cited was like, hey, new regime, new coach, new GM. Matt Rule's there for – he's in year three here. You know, he's expected to win and produce and show something and, you know, potentially make the playoffs there in Carolina. So he's probably less incentivized to get Matt Corral in there and get, you know, get him some reps. He's, he's incentivized to, to really win. Not that anyone is not incentivized to not win in the NFL. We know everyone's trying to win at sure. all times. But there's certainly some coaches that have a little bit more on the line in certain years. So it's a trickier one in Carolina, where I think they're going to ride it out with Baker Mayfield as long as possible. Okay. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus on the Out of Bounds show. Let's go to Dallas and Dak. They lose James Washington, who's like a third-tier receiver or something, and uh, Gallup, they're not sure, six, seven, eight games in. Uh, They have CD and some other pieces. Um, But if they just go with what they've got, Steve, Take, take Gallup and, and James Washington out. If they just go with what they've got today, give or take, where would you rank their receiving unit? Oh, off the top of my head, if it's just CD and a whole bunch of question marks, and you throw Dalton Schultz in there, it's probably 25th, 26th, you know, maybe a, maybe a little bit lower. You know, the, the last couple of years, there's there's been receiving cores like Washington for a couple of years had just Terry McLaurin in a whole bunch of questions, you know, and, and that's, 
Um, even Tennessee at one point had kind of just A.J. Brown and a bunch of question marks. And those guys, those receiving cores, we'd always look at as, you know, in the 20s, you know, they've got a, they've got a number one. But to win in this league, you do need three or four really good options. So it is a challenge. You know, this is it's a challenge for Dak because if you do look at his career trajectory, his production has absolutely gotten better as they've added more receiving weapons. Almost, almost right away when they added Amari Cooper, for whatever you think about Amari Cooper, the production's been better since he's been there. And I loved the strategy of drafting C.D. Lamb when it looked like they didn't have a need at receiver. And this is why, this is kind of like a reminder for me to everybody. When you're sitting there at draft time and it's like, my team needs to fill this need, my team needs to fill this need, you don't need to fill a need immediately because needs change. And when Dallas drafted C.D. Lamb, you know, they had two really good receivers. And now it doesn't matter. You just get these best you just get the best players and C D Lamb's their their number one. So it shows that you just need to continue to stock up at these valuable positions. So anyway, Dak, there's definitely a point in his career where having all those receiving weapons helps to elevate him. So now I think there's just more pressure on him to show, okay, I have taken this next step as a quarterback. I am able to elevate my teammates. Uh, you know, I've had people say, hey, he elevated a, a Cedric Wilson last year or even a Dalton Schultz coming out of nowhere. There might be some truth in that, but, yeah, there's there's even more pressure on Dak this year to carry the pass game, C.D. Lamb to step up as the number one, and for them to develop other receivers, including third-rounder Jalen Tolbert. So I think they're just kind of playing with fire a little bit, though, because they got worse at receiver, and now they've had these injuries kind of creep up on them. Well, and, I mean, couldn't couldn't isn't that applicable? to any quarterback I mean tell me tell me who I mean, even Brady's got weapons um you know Mahomes they added the second best Green Bay Packers wide receiver after losing Tyreek uh I mean uh, that can do it with the 27th or 28th receiving unit yeah well there's not many I mean there's you know Brady has a ton of weapons right now in Tampa. There were definitely years in, you know, in New England where they had a bottom three unit, and, and it affected them, right? They would still go to the AFC Championship, but they wouldn't win Super Bowls, really, with that type of receiving core. So um, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's getting tested this year. If he can uh, elevate a group this year that doesn't look great on paper. So, yeah, it's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of quarterbacks, but I think, you know, it's it, – you know, quarterbacks, Dak's not at Brady or Rodgers' level. So it's even more important for them uh, to have those receivers around them. So, yeah, it's, it, look, it's a challenging way to win in today's NFL if you don't have a slew of weapons. And, and Dallas definitely looks like they're working from behind right now. And so do you shake your head when you hear Jerry Jones say, nah, we're, 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 we really don't think we need to go to the market and get a veteran. They could have gotten Julio a couple of weeks ago, but Tampa Bay just adds to the arsenal. T.Y. Hilton's out there. What? Whoever I, You'll know like eight other names. But do you shake your head or eye roll when you hear Jerry Jones say, no, we think everything's okay at, at that position? No, I mean, I think, I think a lot of that just coach speak and GM speak and just trying to say, hey, you know, current players, we're, we're, we're believing in you. But at the same time, I do believe that the NFL – does have, uh, you know, not an excess of receivers, but I do think come cut day in a couple weeks, it's not attractive, but there will be some names available there. And I do think from a team building standpoint, another reason why you don't necessarily just fill all your needs in the draft 
there will be people on the street that are decent receivers. Now, it's not exciting. It's probably it's not Amari Cooper level, but I think there will be receivers available. There'll be people that are, you know, receivers that are kind of pushed out of camp. They're, they're going to be the fourth option or fifth option, but they're still really good players because these teams build depth. Um, the Bucks are probably going to get rid of some good receivers. So I would just keep an eye on that. You know, the team-building effort's not always done, and I think Dallas would be shrewd to probably take a look at the, at the cut market. So all the we're visiting with Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com, NFL Insider. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line as we're rolling through the NFL here with Steve. Um, the, the Dallas media, um, pretty much across the board, believes that Tony Pollard is a better player today than Zeke Elliott. One, do you believe that? And two, when you hear Jerry Jones double and triple down on Zeke needing to get his touches, what is your reaction? So I think Tony Pollard has absolutely been a more explosive, you know, big play threat than Zeke. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. The one hesitancy I'll have, you, know, you don't, you, it is tough sometimes when you have change of pace running backs who are more efficient and just say, well, give them more carries because it doesn't always work that way. I mean, there, it is tough to be a 20 to 25 carry type of guy. So I don't know that that should be the role for Tony Pollard at any point, but I, but I would say, no, you don't need to get Zeke his carries. You don't need to force feed him 20 either. I mean, if I was Dallas, I would say, look, Zeke is still a good running back. He's battled through injuries. I think he's a good, efficient runner. He lacks some of the big playability that a Tony Pollard has. Um, Zeke can still catch the ball and still block. I mean, he's still a good player. But I would just find a way to get Tony Pollard more touches, you know, or steal some of those touches from from Zeke. I don't think it's overly complicated. I think they overpaid for Zeke. I think that's pretty pretty clear and apparent right now. And you don't have to justify that by making sure that he gets his touches. Um, so, I mean, that's how I would handle it. You know, I don't think Tony Pollard should be taken over necessarily, um, and taken, you know, 90% of the carries, but I think they could still split time and see if Zeke can recapture a little bit of where he was a few years ago. But I think Paul, we just need to see more of Tony Pollard because he's always produced when given an opportunity. So you got to keep that going. Would you be surprised if there's a directive in the building from Jerry or Steven or someone in between them and Kellen Moore to make sure that? Zeke gets his touches because they want to justify the uh, insane contract they gave a running back that was I leaving put, his prime. I wouldn't, put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. Okay. I don't know. I don't think it's that direct. You know, I don't know, but who 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 knows with Jerry? I'm a, you're trying you're trying to have me predict what Jerry is going to do. Well, you're the I, you're our NFL expert, so I I'm just. <laughs> Bouncing it off of you, uh, I think there's pressure. You know, I call it uh, Zeke and nine or Zeke and eight. And how many yeah. times I see on a Sunday when the Cowboys start a drive and they run Zeke off guard and uh, he gets a half yard to a yard. It's really awesome. It's riveting TV. I don't know if you watch it, but uh, it's amazing <laughs> to me as I'm sitting there uh, sipping not, on a blue moon. To, not the best way to create offense now. <laughs> okay, um, can you quantify for us? There's so many good players in the NFL, and it's just like a whisker's worth of difference when we tear them out a lot of times. 
Can you quantify what the Chiefs did? Because I think it's what the Cowboys should have done. But as they lead, as they lose Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins, and they picked up the Packers' second best receiver. What's the dude's name, Steve? Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, like what is the difference there? So, so they've got some other pieces that we all like, and then they bring him in. What what is the gap? I mean, like quantify what we're looking at a whisker or a lot how does steve palazzolo see that yeah so i think you have to look beyond just valdez scantling coming in it's it's this accumulation of valdez scantling comes in from green bay juju smith schuster comes in from the steelers they draft sky Moore in the second round i I think it's all of those guys essentially trying to replace tyree kittle in that offense now i think i think the chiefs offense should get worse before they get better. I, I think the Tyree Kill, to quantify the Tyree Kill move, you have to realize all the money that they saved and then the fact that they added five draft picks, including, say, a Sky Moore, uh, George Karloffis in the first round, the edge defender. So some of the Tyree Kill benefit, the trade, the benefit of the trade is going to be seen on the defensive side of the ball. So the, the Chiefs essentially made a calculated risk that we're going to make the rest of the roster better the roster had kind of been gutted, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They didn't have a lot of young talent that they were feeling good about a couple of years from now. They had a lot of salary cap space locked up in just a few players. It would have been difficult to do the same thing in Tyreek Hill. So I think the Chiefs made a long-term play, that the receiving core will be good enough. Now, on paper, here's what I, what I don't like. is I, I think Tyreek Hill dictates coverage better than any player in the NFL. I think Tyreek Hill's the best deep threat that we've seen probably since Randy Moss. I think he's a guy that you could give him 150 catches. He could break the receptions record if you just put him in the slot because he's just uncoverable. So he could do it all, and defenses have to account for him at all times. I think the Chiefs are going to lose that. What they could potentially gain is we've seen other quarterbacks get better or, or work, you know, work differently when they lose their star player and they don't rely on him as much. We saw Brady win uh, an MVP when he lost Randy Moss, and it was Deion Branch, an aging Deion Branch was his top option that year. We've seen Matthew Stafford have a couple seasons post-Calvin Johnson where he looks pretty good. We saw Deshaun Watson get better without DeAndre Hopkins. So on paper, I wouldn't like losing those top receivers, but we've seen quarterbacks maybe expand their game a little bit, spread the ball around. So this could make Mahomes a better overall quarterback. I don't know. But um, that's the risk I think the Chiefs are taking. You lose this one player who adds so much to your team, and you're trying to make the rest of your team better. I think the receivers get a little bit worse. In the short term, maybe the Chiefs end up benefiting long term, and they lose some of the risk of Tyreek Hill. You know, having all your eggs in one basket. If you don't have Tyreek Hill, he's only one player. He's getting older. If one guy gets hurt, the team would really be in trouble. So I think that's the way the Chiefs were looking at this: is, is just adding five players in place of one. Okay. Do you expect Russell Wilson to look different and a lot better? Maybe getting out from underneath the conservative approach of the Seahawks and Pete Carroll and a defensive-minded coach. Or no? I'm interested to see what it is. I think, you know, there'll probably be some games where they open it up a little bit more. But I'll say this. I, I don't know that Russ will def- definitely excel in those areas. I don't know if he's like a, a, a Mahomes or a Rodgers or a Brady that you, that you say, hey, you're just going to throw the ball. You're gonna, we're going to throw the ball first, and it's going to be a pass-first offense, and you're going to carry the load, and you got to make, you know, 50 good decisions in a game and go get them. I don't know that we've seen. We haven't seen Russ do that a whole lot. So 
was Seattle not doing that just because Pete Carroll was conservative, or they know Russell Wilson and they know what he can handle? So okay. that'll be interesting. We've also seen Russ regress a little bit the last couple of years. Part of it has been injury, but if he's lost a step, you know, it, just his escapability in the pocket, that's, that's a couple plays per game where Russ would do something special. If he's lost that, which it looks like he lost a, you know, half a step last year, if he's, if he's lost some of that, might not be the same Russell Wilson. But I think early on we see him rejuvenated. We see some really good play. I want to see if he could bounce back because his last year and a half has not been great. Okay. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, a year from now, not a year, but a year, eight games into the 2023 season. Do you think that we could be talking about Joe Burrow as the most talented quarterback in the NFL, even above and beyond Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert and some others, Steve? I don't think Joe Burrow is ever going to get the most talented label just because he doesn't do as much crazy outside the pocket. He doesn't have a cannon for an arm. So I don't know if he'll get most talented, but if Burrow's going to be, you know, this next elite quarterback, he's going to probably be viewed closer to a Brady or a, or a Drew Brees type, right? A, you know, more of a pocket passer. He can move when he needs to. Um, but it's going to be the accuracy and decision-making, I think, for Joe Burrow that's going to set him apart. Where when the, the first thing you say about a Justin Herbert or a Josh Allen is, is their velocity, the cannon for an arm, the ability to make special throws. First thing you say about Mahomes is similar, right? The, uh, the talent, the arm talent. With Burrow, you're just going to talk about, man, that dude puts it wherever he wants and makes good decisions and drives the ball, you know, gets the ball down the field wherever he wants to put it. Um, so I think that it, they'll be, he'll be described differently. Um, but Burrow definitely has that ability. He's got to cut down on the sack totals. You know, a lot of that's on him. So he's got to get rid of the ball quicker as well. If he can do that, though, Burrow does have a chance to be that next great star quarterback in the NFL. All right, I've got 30 seconds. If they had won the Super Bowl, were you going to get a Joe Burrow tattoo? <laughs> Two of them. Probably one in each arm. <laughs> and for my kids, too. All my kids would need Burrow tattoos uh, right that's now. That's awesome. That, that, see, y'all could all go to Chick-fil-A <laughs> with your Joe Burrow you could do number nine on one um, on one bicep, and you could do you know burrow burrow forever or something like that. We on the other bicep. We could almost spell his name letter by letter with all my kids. Letter <laughs> kid. We're almost there. So thanks for the ideas. Maybe the Bengals, if they win it, we'll we'll consider this. All right, be good. Have a great weekend. Thank you, buddy. All right, thank you. Appreciate it. Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, pff.com. On the Out of Bounds Show and the Yingling Lager Guest Line. The show today is brought to you by Bulldog Burger. Uh, Amazing sandwiches and burgers and appetizers and an awesome selection of craft beer at uh, Bulldog Burger in Ridgeland. Man, they know how to do it. That family knows how to run restaurants. Um, Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Uh, Bulldog Burger in the Cotton District in Starkville, and Bulldog Burger in Tupelo. Fresh sandwiches, delicious burgers, onion rings, fries, and appetizers. Don't forget about the spring rolls. All at Bulldog Burger, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland. Hour number three coming up. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.